Welcome to the Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Cope. I'm Freddie Woff. We are continuing our <laughs> No Rules October into November. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, man. Told you this shit didn't end. Which it's no rules 2020, apparently. So fuck doesn't matter. That's <laughs> it, why. Even the rules that are there, people are ignoring them. So fuck all you people right. are ignore the rules. Stop the count. <laughs> stop the count. I got something for you to stop. You stop the bullshit. As you can see, we have uh another anniversary, a big anniversary movie to cover, and it's two thousands. Gone in 60 Seconds remake from Dominic Cena, who is only making his second movie with this. And it had been seven years since he did California with a yeah. K with Brad Pitt and uh, David Coveney, which is kind of underrated. I really like it. I, mean, I love it, man. Yeah, uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's funny because I saw that in True Romance like a couple weeks apart, and I kind of prefer this to True Romance. Oddly enough, and, and and they're so similar in tone, and uh, it's almost like um, it's like an amalgam of of natural born killers and true romance, kind of. Yeah, totally. Like it's yeah, it's a but in a good way. Kinda. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and Brad and Pitt, dude, Pitt is fucking amazing. Dude, in California. kills in that. He's so great in that. But here we go. We got again. How Early. Many, how many Nick Cage movies have we covered this year? Oh fuck! Not enough. <laughs> not enough. We're gonna start changing to you know, you know, karate in the cage or something. Month, one a month, <laughs> dude. Well, it was always month. supposed to be one a month for dissing oh, cage. Two a month. Two a month. <laughs> no rules. Twenty twenty. Anyway. No fucking rules. So we are watching. Run that bitch into the ground. <laughs> we. It's currently streaming on Prime. Hopefully, it's still streaming on Prime. This comes out next week. <laughs> We're releasing yeah. it. Yeah. If God not, dude, you can score this for almost nothing. It's like four or five bucks now. It's nothing. Yeah, and they're giving complete, these things away, man. It's lunacy. This movie. This is what was the what was the the McG one that came out last year uh, on Netflix? Fastlane. With, oh no. With, with, no, dude. I wish Fastlane would come out. We talked about. Dude, I that's know, a, right? Have we ever talked about that on the show? Fastlane rules, by the way. Uh, no, it was. We did. We talked about it briefly. Six, like six early on. underground. Six underground was the Ryan Reynolds movie that came out. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, that's Michael Bay, dude. That's my son. I know. That's not Michael Bay. I know. I was making a joke. You said Mick G. <laughs> I know. I was making a oh, joke. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I went right, right over my head. It went right over my head. That's all right. I was like, what? Because yeah. if Mick G had made it, I would have watched it. <laughs> Dude, the opening. Not making a joke. No, the, and the opening of Six Underground's dope. The reason why I'm bringing up Six Underground right now is because they do a lot of camera work and a lot of production firsts in it, and it's really a wild opening. You don't have to watch the rest of the movie. It's like you know, if the opening feels like a sizzle reel for a DP, that's what it feels like. It's really crazy, really uh, frantic, and it's really fun. The reason why I'm bringing it up is because of. This movie had a lot of firsts and it, it had traditional effects and traditional stunts, I should say, and then coupled that with a lot of uh, CG because some of the moves just were not safe. Um, but this is reuniting um, Cage with Bruckheimer again for the third time, I think, right? After Con Air and The Rock. Yep. And uh, many more. This is this was even the halfway point with their relationship. <laughs> But again, this is Dominic Senior's only his second movie, and uh, they'll reunite later in 2011 with Season of the Witch. If you've never seen it before, good for you. Keep it that way. Never see it. <laughs> <laughs> there's Nick Cage and there's fun Nick Cage. You know we love our Nick Cage. And then there's Season of the Witch. And there's Season of the Witch. 
If you want to watch none of the above, if you want to watch and be a witch, Sorcerer's Apprentice, Dru- Bruckheimer, Nick Cage, waiting for you. Get on that. Yeah, man, that's totally. a fun one too. Anyway, John Turtletop, um, that with the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice, and that was a reunion of Nick and him after the National Treasure. Anyway. We're talking about Gone in 60 Seconds, and I'll eventually get yeah. to <laughs> So totally. in, in typical commentary fashion, it's going to be three, two, one, play. And uh, if you should, what, what's the opening? Is it Touchstone? No, this is a, yeah, I think it is, right? It's t- is it Touchstone? That's a logo I miss. Yep. Fuck. Hey, you know what, dude, Spielberg can bring back gambling. Right? Somebody needs to bring Jesus. this back. So, and, and again, normal thing, three, two, one. And so we're going to go three, two, one, play. Ooh. Welcome to Karate in the Garage. I'm Corey Culp. I'm Freddie Woff. Ooh, we got a massive delay again. Fuck yes. Awesome. Uh, so here, here we are. We're gone in 60 seconds from Dominic Senior. And uh, this is this is fun stuff, man. This is a movie that we both have a lot of adoration for. And after the recent week or recent weeks of exhaustion and being overly worked and overly stimulated, we thought, let's just pick something completely fun and cerebral and just... Yeah. But here's here's something I've, I've talked about before, how much I love these kind of MoGraph openings. I just... This oh, is yeah, the beginning man. of it. This is the beginning where it was done a lot in Studio Flex. Um, what's fun about this opening, too, isn't just a fun MoGraph, is that they do all the department heads. And we talked uh, recently about how rare that is to get all the department heads covered. It's always above the line and then they start the movie. But you're getting a lot of a, a lot of insight and of who's who in the movie before you ever get there. They're not just wasting the space with, with fonts. They're actually telling a story. And this song is so great. And this song I couldn't find anywhere when it first came out. I wanted to use it in a mix, but yeah, good stuff. But I love the whole setup of explaining the brothers without ever. Dude, my 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 fucking streaming just went to shit. The movie fucking stopped. All right, sweet. <laughs> God damn it! All right then. I guess we have to start over. Start over. <laughs> sure. I mean, it, it, it says resume or start over. I can go either way. All right, go ahead and resume. But, I, but I'm not. Resume and tell you where sure, you're I'm at. Where you're at. <laughs> I'm at 155, 56, 57, 58, 59. One, two minutes. I'm still, I got spinning wheel of death. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm back at Jerry Bruckheimer Films Presents. <gasps> oh my gosh. This is what we've been talking about. We've been unsure about where the problem uh, is coming from. By the way, the song is called, uh, um, what do you call it? What is this song called? Is this is this Moby? You're not I even listening. So. I'm at I'm at 50 seconds, dude. I'm 53, <laughs> 54. I'm like a minute behind you. I'm pausing at two minutes and 35 seconds now. So let me know when you get to 235. We'll start it back up. This is a fun, this is this is the kind of commentary we're talking about here. Yeah, man. It's just gonna make it it's gonna make it all that much. Better. Yeah, see, so you took a bunch of hits. Right Man, you're in your you're in like not being your friend today. So dude, it's fucking windy as shit out here, and who fucking knows? Give me a five uh, count okay, when you I'm get at, to two thirty. I I I'm I'm uh five, four, three, two, one. All right. 
37, 38, 39, 40. All right. All right. So we're current again until it stops again. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> anyway, what I was saying before is it's fun seeing the stories being told here without a bunch of exposition and uh, getting all the department heads their well-deserved uh, single title card up front. Again, it's rare. You see it a lot in Indy, but not so much in Studio Fair. So this is was really Even cool they were doing this. Post See, even if you're you're supposed to negotiate all this in your deal, right? Uh, you know, and even if you do, sometimes somebody changes their fucking mind. But yes. by that time, you've been off the movie for seven or eight months, and what the <laughs> fuck are you going to do then? Right? God damn it! What are you going to do? Oh, look at that pretty I car. Speak from experience. But no, that's not true. That never happened to you. Never. <laughs> never. Never. Um, dude, I mean, God, let's look at this fucking shit. It's beautiful, man. I mean, look yeah. at this fucking. There was this a, is a sexy fucking movie. There's a look that Brockheimer had, and uh, you saw it here. You see it. Enemy of the State had the same style. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And it's funny. People always say, can we stop making and movies? A lot of the look same cast. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> that was really cool what they did with with Enemy of the State and having so many young up-and-coming actors all working for the government. I thought that was always great. <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, it's a, I and, think... And they all went on to be big stars. They most did. Most of them. I'm pretty sure Giovanni was an enemy, right? Uh, Seth Green was. Yeah. I think Giovanni was. Jack Black. Um, um, Jack Black. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, uh, uh, what's his face Maybe. from Scream? Um, Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy's in it. Yeah. Uh, and Barry Lyndon's Jason in Jason Robards, yeah. that guy. Yeah. That guy, the old Not guy. Not so young. <laughs> and that cat right there, wait, waiting outside in the car, he's from Independence Day, playing uh, the son yeah. of the crazy Quaid. <laughs> right. And we get uh, we get, we get, we get uh, Scott Kahn is in this Scott Kahn's in this, and he's also movie. an enemy. We'll see yeah. him shortly. Fuck, dude. There's so many goddamn people in this movie. Delray Lindo, Tim Oliphant, Shy McBride, yep. Duvall shows up. I mean, it's just, this movie's fucking loaded, dude. Yep. Vinnie Jones. Yeah, look at Khan here, man. Look how look how beefy he is. Yoked. Yep. I mean, it's, and when you it's first see, when you're, yeah. When you're 5'4", you can totally get yoked. Yeah. And and I, I think he was eating a little too much protein because his face is really full. <laughs> I've never seen his face that, like, he looks fat until you see his arms. Like, oh, someone's been working out. No, he's yoked in this movie, man. Yeah. I mean, I do. And you know, I love Will Patton, dude. <laughs> oh, Giovanni. Oh. Come on now. This is like, this is the this is the equivalent of this whole thing. This is, you're going to learn something about this Giovanni Rubisi's character here. He's very much like Marty McFly in that, you know, you can't be called a chicken. And otherwise, right. he's going to have an issue with that. Uh-oh. <laughs> what are you laughing at, man? I'm laughing oh, okay. at uh, I'm laughing at Angelina's hair. Something wrong, Tumblr? Yeah, I'm missing Jerry Springer. There's that sexy San Pedro. That's the San Pedro Bridge, right? I mean, yeah. that, uh, yeah. It's funny, if you know the geography of Los Angeles, you could be like, ah, that bridge is nowhere near where that yeah. intersection was. <laughs> remember seeing- But that shit happens a lot, and, I, you know. <laughs> in 1994, I was visiting um, my friend in Canada, and uh, he was getting married, and we, we went to the movies to see Speed. 
And everybody was like, everybody's, nobody there had never been to LA and like, going, oh my gosh, is asking me questions about afterwards. I'm like, no, this is all bullshit. I don't fucking subway. <laughs> and and then of course they they probably called me a liar in 1997 when, uh, sorry, uh, in 90 later in 93, actually the year before when they saw um, Lisa Weapon Three, right? Well, there's subways right. in that. I'm like, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's not real. It's nonsense. Uh, they're building. They're tunneling. But there's nothing there. But yeah, the LA geography in this is way off. If if you're familiar with it, even remotely, if you could have been like visiting here and, and not and not make sense to you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, LA is such a sprawl anyway, man. It's like yeah, you know, it would be this would be a, this unlike would be a, other big cities. This would be a phone to geotag just for the sake of like a go on Google Maps and say, all right, they're here, they're here, and here, and there's. <laughs> Right, which is what they did with Baby Driver. Somebody did the same thing when they're because you know, they filmed a movie in Atlanta, right? And somebody had mapped it all out, and it's pretty consistent. There was only one or two times in the whole opening chase where the the line of the path wasn't wasn't broken up, which is kind of cool. I mean, it was it was a it was consistently displayed in the movie. But look at look at young Timmy here. Okay, look at him. What a baby. Yeah, man. This is and fresh off a of go. This is, and this is just two years removed from Scream 2 for a lot of people. We just watched it the other night with Joey, um, which tripped him out because we had just watched The Mandalorian, the new season of The Mandalorian. And guess who Tim Elephant plays in it? He plays a marshal of a small town tattooing, and he was fucking great in it. Oh, man. Always love him. Always, always, always love him. Don't you're breaking up. Die hard with a vengeance. I thought he was miscast, but everything else I loved him in. I was talking about Delroy. Delroy is wonderful and everything. No, I thought Elephant was fine, was perfectly fine in Die Hard with, with um, Live Free Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's the only one I don't like. I mean, I mean, it's the only movie I've ever kind of thought he was kind of like, eh. but I didn't like the movie. So there you go. Well, yeah, it's hey, well documented. Hair, dude, right? You could see it. I mean, it's not bad right here. It's not bad. No. I mean, you know, it looks like it's sitting on top of his head, but um, right. Uh, it's it's it kind of blends in. Dude, I have a pair of those coveralls in my fucking uh, closet. They're awesome. I can't, I can't verify that they were actually worn by him, but I do have that set of coveralls. Coveralls. Now, how many of these kids are yeah, still man. acting today? And how many of them are fucking in their 30s? <laughs> well, that's CJ Pacerni right there playing the go-kart kid. So there you go. Thank Dude, you, Amazon you know X-Ray. <laughs> you know who's in this movie? It, Bodie Elfman, brother of Danny Elfman, is in this movie. I uh, know, no. Nephew. Is he his nephew? He's his nephew. Yeah. I thought it was his brother. No, Holy it's his shit. nephew. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They are I, uncle well, I guess, and nephew. Yeah. That's funny, right. man. I guess, uh, I guess Bodie, I guess he is that, because uh, he's married to Jenna, Jenna Elfman, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I always, I always assumed it was a different relationship too, and then I was. I guess Danny Elfman is probably a lot older than I, yeah, in my mind think he is. Well, you know, yeah, and when you think because he's married to Bridget Fonda, you don't really think about the, you think about his age as being a little bit different. By the and way, Bodie's our age. 
Yeah. By the way, new track from Danny Elfman dropped this week. And it's fucking amazing. And the video is so kick-ass. Oh, I'm so glad he's like doing something that's, it's still super cinematic and symphonic, but it's really fun. Anyway, you mentioned Danny Elfman. I'm going to talk about it. Oh my gosh, seriously, dude, this, this whole series of movies with The Rock and Con Air and this movie and of course, and Enemy of the State was actually a little bit different than this, but the, and not because of the Nick Cage thing, but they just have a different, he has a different supporting cast. It's very, it's very similar. I mean, yeah. you, you could have easily put Nick Cage in Enemy of the State in place of Will Smith and still work. Um, oh yeah. But the way they surround him, it just, it's always, it's always a more well-rounded bag of age specific to the lead and then the younger and the younger group of guys like this movie. You know, most of the guys that he ends up stealing cars with are a wee bit younger than him. More in that pocket of sure. of Giovanni and, and Scott Kahn age. There weren't a lot of opportunities for a- but dude I love Will Patton. He's like a he's like a character actor who I do I Literally, I, he is somebody I would see a movie if I saw that Will Patton was like fifth or sixth down the crowd. I'd watch it for Will Patton. He never fails to deliver. It's fucking awesome. He is. He's just one of those he's, guys. Yeah, he's, Dude, he was horsed in he, After Hours. Yes, that's right. And for the longest time, that's all I knew. And I was like, it's horsed. <laughs> Now, 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 I got to point something out too. If you've seen Swordfish, and uh, which is what Dom follows up Gone in 60 right. Seconds with, you'll see what a big love affair he has of shooting anamorphic and getting his lens flare. So before you start giving, you know, people giving all the credit or to climbing Abrams. up someone's ass for J.J. Abrams, understand Dominic Senior has been doing it in, in music videos since before music videos were using anamorphic lenses, okay? Didn't, so. Dude, yeah, and the other thing, look, look, look at the frames, like especially in the interiors and things. There's always reflective surfaces in the frame. Yep. For that very purpose. Yeah, he's a very put something he's a, shiny in there, man. Put yeah, something shiny in there. He's a very polished filmmaker, and he gets that from his from his flashy music video days, which can't which yeah. carried on to, into commercials as well. Right? And you know, it's not. He came up with those group of guys as far as music video directors you know, and commercial directors like David Fincher. And um, Fuqua and yeah, uh, right. many others. Yeah. And he's actually been, Dom was the least successful as far as feature films go. Obviously, everybody else kind of carried on and developed a real... Oh, fuck, dude. I forgot Chris Eccleston. Sorry. I, I yes. forgot Chris Eccleston's in this movie. Yeah. Holy shit. Another kick-ass. Dude, that's, that's what I was saying. This cast is insane. But, but I think what I was saying, what I was saying before is that we're, we're Dom, didn't, Dom didn't pivot. He didn't pivot when everybody right. else did. When, when, when David pivoted, when Fuqua pivoted, they all, and maybe just his voice, because the type of movie that Dominic Cena makes and where he excelled at, it wore out its welcome. And... And this is the kind of movie that he would have made. And then what happens is you fast forward and he makes a movie like Whiteout. Ooh, yeah. Whiteout. You, you, you know you're not making a very was, good movie if I see it and you have Kate Beckinsale in it and I can't stand watching it. <laughs> That's bad. 
I'm, I, dude, just the title alone was kind of like, fuck, I don't want to see a movie called Whiteout. Well, yeah, and once you see it, I made the Why dumb joke. Why not just call it Liquid when, Paper? Yeah, well, that's what I was saying, and there's not enough liquid, enough Whiteout was used on the script because it's awful. Uh, not enough Whiteout was used. They should have just right. fucking started with, they should have just blank papered that shit. You know what made me want to do? Was I mean, that the last time Tom Skerritt was in a movie, was Whiteout? <laughs> I mean, um, honestly, I, he was in it, right? Yeah, but I think I think Ted. <laughs> I think he was in Ted. Oh, I didn't see Ted, but okay, yeah. I gotcha. No, but I think he's done some other stuff. Maybe lots of Hallmark Channel movies. Maybe I don't know. I mean, he's fucking older than you think he is too. He's like eighty-five. Is he really? Damn. Yeah, he's born in nineteen thirty-five. I think. Damn, Tom Skerritt. Um, is Dude, he? He'll always he, be Strawberry. Is he or is he not in the new Top Gun movie? Skerritt. Yeah. I don't know. I think he might be. It'd be silly for him not to be in it. He's not dead, so. I mean, but he, you know, <laughs> we won't know. We would have, we would have known, <laughs> or we would have we been close to know. finding out. Not until next we'll year. Now, never know. I want my Maverick movie. Damn it! I love Top Gun. Damn it! I do too, dude. I look. I fuck it. You know, I love Tom Cruise movies. Fuck, dude. Uh, I maybe not love Tom Cruise, but I love Tom Cruise. You know in what? Movies. We 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 add we wax. Ad nauseum about how much we like his movies, but we've only covered Fuck one. Yeah. You covered one, right? We well, there's so dude, I want to I want to talk. There's several I want to talk about, but it's it's again, it's a thing. How do you just pick fucking what do you and how do you pick them and when? Yeah, right. there's so many. Right. I, I still, just watched Risky Business like a week ago, and I was like, God damn, this movie's so awesome. Why haven't I why haven't I seen this in 20 years? Because we, we did talk about doing a whole Tom Cruise month when we were getting closer we to the last mission movie, and we were going to like we were going to pick a mission movie each, and then we were going to pick a Tom Cruise, a non-mission Tom Cruise movie each. Remember we talked about that. That was going to be our four for the month. But like everything this year, <laughs> plans mean nothing. Oh my gosh, right. this cast, like no dude. No Rules 2020. Okay, quickly, Tom Skerritt, 87. Whoa. Never would have guessed. I wouldn't even gotten anywhere yeah. near. I would have said mid-70s, late-70s, mid, mid to late-70s. I would not have gotten He's that. almost 90, bro. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But yes, this dude, this cast. There's I mean, San Pedro the, in. Back, back, back to the film. Uh <laughs> Hey, San Pedro! Yeah. Fucking love San Pedro. Dude. Dude, I think San Pedro is a beautiful, like, for movies. I mean, God. Oh, yes. You know. It's, it was so and great about it. this is obviously built on a stage, but look at that. I mean, it's, you could t this is beautiful, man. Everybody, oh, everybody was too busy but making their movies look like so fucking The Matrix enough. right now. You know? Remember this. Remember right. Because this is, like, this is just a year after The Matrix, so, and everybody was trying to make everything green and, and 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 not recognizing the fact that you you know people went and saw the matrix multiple times not because it was a green hue to it you dumbasses <laughs> studios right, for nobody, you man nobody saw equilibrium equilibrium nobody saw equilibrium which came out a year love, after love <laughs> love love the matrix love it but equilibrium is better yeah I like Equilibrium, but I'm saying it didn't, nobody went to see it. No. So it wasn't like, uh, you know, it wasn't like you could just throw the green tinge on something and people <laughs> would automatically see it. No, it doesn't work that way. Um, but, but this is when you're starting to see color palettes being used in a more definitive way, even though we'd already been seeing this from Bruckheimer movies, like I was mentioning, The Rock and, and 
yep. Con Air, and this all have a very similar orange look to it and uh, a warm look to it. So you're feeling comfy and cozy in time Nick's on screen. But when the bad guys are on screen, it's a little more steely blue and a little more, you know, a little more greens, a little more, more, more blue heavy though. But that's when they're starting to get to the point where everybody was doing it. Like everybody was doing it. Look at him. What a baby. What, oh, what's Tim weird is. There he is. There's Bodie. Tim Oliphant's a baby? Yeah. Like, oh, you mean baby like young. Yeah. Look at him. He's so tiny. Little Bodie. Two weeks ago, a call came in for a lot of time. Dude, I, Delroy Lindo, dude, was on a good run in the late 90s oh, yeah. into the early 2000s, too, man. He, he's like, dude, if he you didn't my, fall in love with him and get shorty, you just, you didn't dude, see the movie. Right? <laughs> God damn it. He is, I was going to say, I was just about to say, he's my favorite character in Get Shorty. 100. Good to see you, buddy. Him and Hackman. Um, <laughs> uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes. Again, we can, <laughs> Hackman's another one that we both have, you know, we, yeah, we, I, even listen, covered just, one, just, we only covered quick in the dead, quick in the dead, just listen to quick in the dead. And you'll hear our, our love and affection for, for Jane Hackman right there. I've been, you know, I forget this to, diner. Oh, Grace Zabriskie. Yeah. I love Grace so much. And I love Dude, I worked at a, I worked at this beat up hardware store in Hollywood in the early nineties called Rompage or Rompage, depending on, you know, your pronunciation. Grace used to come in cause she lived in the neighborhood right there, like up, up by the Scientology, up by the Scientology headquarters up off Franklin. Right. And dude, she would come in once a week for like, you know, she was always working on her house. Like she'd come in and like, she was cool as shit. And I think maybe I was the only person who worked there who recognized her. <laughs> It's like, and it was, yeah, you know what it is with some people that when they first come to Los Angeles and they think they, if they think they see, they recognize somebody and that happens for like about right. six months and then they just give up, you know, <laughs> they just give up. Yeah, and like all totally. That. So I'm the same way, man. I used to run into people all the time and I would like Virgin Megastar, which we mentioned recently. Can't tell you how many times I've gone there and just, that was the spot, man. It was it, it, because Tower Records kicked ass for, for music. But you went to Virgin Megastore for video, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. It's a lesser, some other lesser extents. But you would go if you're after music. You went there after you went to Tower because Tower yeah. didn't have or it. Or then you went right, or you went to Buzz Coffee and got all jacked up on caffeine, and then went up into Virgin Records. Dude, Buzz made this what was called a, a I know what you're gonna a, say. a vanilla Belgian that was just fuck. I think it might have also been the only place you could get a cortado. Yes, in fucking. Uh, <laughs> Los Angeles, so proper my, one. So uh, a buddy of mine had gone there. This is our routine. We go there and check out, you know, Laserdisc and things like that, and and go to Buzz. And uh, we were sitting outside, just hanging out, and there was only one seat open. And Sarah Jessica Parker came out, and she was by herself, and she wasn't disguised. This is like ninety one, ninety two, around there. So this is like close to that. Uh, um, uh, what do you call? It? What do you call it? Um, so when she did with Nick, honeymoon in Vegas. <laughs> honeymoon in Vegas. Thank you. Right on time. So she was really cute and and everything. And and she said she she comes over and 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 I was about to offer the seat and we're and she goes, "Is the seat taken?" And we're like, "Oh no, please sit down." And we start to get up and she goes, "No, no, sit down." And we talked to her for like about seven or eight minutes before um, her ride picked her up. But dude. My, one of my best experiences ever of just hanging out there and 
and just chatting with her. And we, you know, we talked about music. That's all we talked about. We didn't talk about movies. We didn't talk about any. We didn't talk about her work. You know, she knew we knew who she was, you know? Yeah. But it was just, you know, I think she was enjoying the fact that the two dudes were just hanging out talking to her and not asking her about movies. And I thought that was really, said a lot to me about her. And I've always had a great respect and adoration for it. And that did, that just was compounded that right there because she was so sweet. Yeah, totally. I mean, Grace was the same way. I never said, oh my God, you're from Twin Peaks. (laughs) I just knew who she was. And like, uh, she's like, I'm looking for them. Like, so, you know, point her in the right direction and she just do her own thing. She was cool, man. Um, dude, look at, I mean, just look how beautiful downtown LA is. Yeah, I mean, man. And you know, oh, probably 80% of what we're looking at is gone now. And it's a right. bunch of fucking shitty fucking condos and, um, you know. All of that beautiful fucking Los Angeles is gone. It's been power washed away. Right. We into the fucking sewers of, this, down the ropes to San Pedro. Right. You see a ton of this stuff, a ton of this, the downtown scenery and the driver. When we talk, you know, we talk about Walt Hill's a driver. Yeah. Um, totally. And uh, what, what did we just talk recently too that really covered the whole downtown area? Hey, it's Vic. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, look at that beautiful puppy. Vic, you motherfucker. Hey, it's Francis Fisher, everybody. Is that you? <laughs> Who's that old man with her? Oh, it's it's Bobby. Oh, dude, Bobby Duvall. It's Bob Duvall. Dude, there's something I want to... So you got, we got Folsom Prison Blues going right now. It's something else I want to point out, dude. The soundtrack for this movie. Yeah. I don't think every song in the movies on the soundtrack, but there's a there's I think there's a Spotify playlist, so there is. I'll be sure to slap it in there um, because there's lots of oh, tunes yeah, in there that totally are the soundtrack. link that fucker up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's got a great soundtrack. This movie. Yeah, it, that's what we were mentioning before. We were talking about the visuals. It has a wonderful soundtrack to go with, and if you have a five one setup, oof, light this movie up. Don't listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. Right. If, you, if it's been that long since you've seen a movie, don't listen to us. It's the first time of rekindling your affection for a movie that just screams 90s but came out in 2000. This is it, man. Oh, my gosh. And this is this is a, what, 10-year reunion, right, for for Duvall after Days of Thunder, right? Uh, 1990? So, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. It would yeah. be 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Days of Thunder, dude. Oh. Dude. That's, you know what? Yeah, one of us picked Days of Thunder for our Tom Cruise month. I remember we talked about it because I bought right. it. Right, I did. Yeah. I think I might have picked it because <laughs> I think you did. I went, I went on a date. I took a date to Days of Thunder. And she was like, you want to see a Tom Cruise movie? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to see a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> Speaking of a movie that's going to light up your subwoofer, <laughs> that's the one. Car. <laughs> um, but, uh, dude, dude. I love Duval. Doesn't Duval seem like he's always been? Oh, I lost you. You're gone. How many cars? And so, <laughs> so Freddie, we lost Freddie here. I, I'm like, I'm gonna. He's trying to come back and swing in about Bobby Duval, but I don't know what he was going with that. So. <laughs> just there and so here we are so now we're seeing a little bit of the orange and then green i was talking about before a little mixed bag you have the green kind of going through the scenery and gosh the orange is kind of lighting up nick's hair a little bit like it's a little green anyway so bob duvall is somebody that in my opinion uh, who, doesn't love hey, who, doesn't, who doesn't love duvall <laughs> 
<laughs> I was lamenting about Bobby Duvall while you were gone. I was commenting just now with the shot right there. We had a bunch of orange, and then we are talking about the orange and the green kind of going back and forth with the palette. But there yep. was two very distinct green hoses cutting through the scenery, and there they are in the background right there. Um, obviously very done intentionally, especially when you're talking about a commercial director like Dom. Oh, yeah. And, and it, like you said, you're, you're going back and forth between things. And it's kind of letting you know ahead of time, guess what? Maybe your plan is going to be interfered and well, fucked with. Look how the light Look how the light bounces off of them. Like I was telling you before, put something shiny in the frame. Those things were highly reflective. They were super shiny. Right. And you could see the way he bounced a little light off of them to fucking highlight them. I mean, it, when you just, guys, the rest of this movie, just pay attention to, mostly to these interiors. And you're going to notice a theme of that kind of stuff. Reflective surfaces, whether it's glass, whether it's hard plastic, whatever it is, there's something in every frame, man, right. that Dom um, plays with the light on. And the cars are polished. Like, they are polished before every oh, scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> there's, this, there's, there's, there's this is the anti-David Finn. Right. Who is, uh, was... Uh, this was before Ally McBeal? Or was this during Ally McBeal? Uh, 2000. Maybe at the beginning? Was he... Was he on Ally McBeal or was he on the, he was on the other show, the other David Kelly show. I oh, never yeah, saw yeah, yeah. He was, yeah, he was on the practice, wasn't he? It. Practice. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. But they were both on the air but at he the was same a, time. Right. Pleasure to cruise driving school. <laughs> There's a little better days there for you. Oh, dude, they just wrecked that fucking El Camino. <laughs> Frankie Fish doesn't have the scratch, buddy. I mean, God, look at this, man. That, look, there you go. That green and the little orange. Yeah. Do they? I love the way they lit Cage in this movie. Yeah. There's always like the scene. I, I meant to say it when when him and Rubisi were in the kitchen together. The way that Rubisi's face was kind of in shadow the right. whole time, and Nick had that sort of like you know angelic fucking light on him, right? That you, that you always see like this. You always see his face. He's slightly more lit than whoever's in the frame with him. Uh, uh, so, so here's, here's Benny Jones, and just before that was Kevin Wiseman, guy that face you're familiar with. Uh, Kevin yep. West as well. Kevin West, Vinnie Jones recognize. Was, yeah, Vinny Jones was just coming off of Lock Stock. This this might be his. Big American film debut. Yeah, I think because uh, right this yeah he bolted right up from uh, from several other small little English films, but Lockstock being the, you know, yeah. the main one. That's that was the first time I remember seeing him. You that was the see, year before this, I think. Yeah, you could see it in his face. He he wasn't quite. He was still super you know super felt and skinny and everything from from guys. Yeah, movie. he haven't really fallen into that. Uh-oh, who's this? The comfort zone. Who's coming out from who's the coming car? Out? Oh, look, it's the crazy Angelina Jolie. This is the crazy era, Angelina Jolie. What color is her hair? Stop that. It's green. There you go. That's the answer. Uh, I was fucking serving it up for you. Um, uh, look at that. I love the big Mac Tools logo there, but it's all Craftsman. <laughs> But look at her face. Like you see the way she was kind of like half lit, like mostly in shadow in, right. when they would turn around a cage. It's just a thing I noticed. You, you sort of see it. 
Well, another thing too, the, I noticed the intention of everybody that has very blonde hair. It's making sure it's it's glowing green. Yes. And um, for again, look at the, the, the common theme. Too. He's her no matter looks- what, he's orange, and it's just something. Yeah. It, it, you get a little bit right there. Then when he leans over to touch her, his hair gets a little more green. But for the well, look most, at hers yeah. behind the bar. It's 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 got more of a green tinge to it. Right. Again, it's like it's. I know it's a super simple heist movie, but really there there is some deliberate actions there to tell its story and by itself. So now we're getting a more blue area, and now they're not green anymore. Yeah. They're trying to be cool and like now he's making his moves while he's trying to woo her over to come help him out. Yeah. Again, it's very it, much like what you do in a music video. Yeah. It's very. It, you, it's you, got three, you got three and a half minutes to tell the story. This movie is far smarter than it probably deserves to be <laughs> because it is. It is a straight ahead heist movie. There's not a lot of it's not a very cerebral movie, but some of the real conscious um, production choices um, lend itself to just, I don't know, I appreciate the care, you know, and that, that's being done on that. And after not making a, a feature film for seven years, I think Dom was, uh, was going to just lay them all out on the table, which is why. Well, yeah. I mean, or, I mean, I mean, I mean daily, very... the, the dailies from this is what, what got him going on Swordfish before he was even wrapped on this. Yeah, man. I mean, literally, they they were shooting this, and they're like, oh, they threw Swordfish right at him. Because, I mean, they literally probably wrapped this and went into pre-pro on Swordfish. Yep. I mean, look at all that green light outside, the exterior, the blue, the, you know, the anchor's blue. He walks out of the blue. There's Master P. <laughs> Master P. Dude, God, do you remember when Master P was, like, in everything, and then he started making his own movies? Yeah. Like, the you know, he kind of went the... Uh, producer route and he was making a bunch of crazy little uh like b and c grade action movies straight to video look at the green on his face holy cow man yeah Oof. yeah so the master p started doing a whole bunch of stuff with him and like yeah he just did all his start what is he i can't remember is he is he, is he atlanta or is he louisiana i can't uh, remember. Well, i can't remember the southeast from i don't remember i think he's from louisiana master p i'm not yeah. sure but yeah, he he really built an empire, and he was worth a lot of money, and he just kind of went away. But yeah, it's funny, like it's like Fifty Cent kind of followed his path, and, 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 but I think yeah. he was a little more successful at maintaining the the movie career. And I think, uh, nope, you don't fuck with a footballer, dude. Come on, <laughs> right. Bullet Tooth Tony will fuck you up. Look at all he has to do is just look at him. I'm going to grab him. Well, actually, he was probably crushing his nuts in his hand, right? <laughs> yep. Got a handful of man there. <laughs> Pull those fuckers off. Uh, my balls were gone in two seconds. See, we're in suspenders. Wow, dude. So we took 33 minutes before we got an explosion, right? We yeah. We got an explosion before, didn't we? No, we just had that was, a, that was we we just had we we got to set the whole thing up, man, before yeah. before it becomes an action, you know, a chase movie, basically. <laughs> right. I mean, this is still oceans right now. We're still kind of building the cast up. We're still kind of building the team up. Yeah, putting it all together. It really is a little sibling 11, rivalry. It is. It is Ocean's Eleven, and uh, Ocean's Eleven came out the year after this, or the same year? No, two thousand one. Two thousand one. Right. Yeah. 
And I love that series too. Uh, I, I really, I like that. It's just, you know, it's one of those things that you I'm just, a 2000, I'm a, I'm an Ocean's uh, 12 man myself. Dude, I love 12. I think 12 yeah, is better than, the, I mean, dude, I the, do too. The f- I like them all, but 12 is the best. The, the turn, the turn on the second one is just. Yeah. So good, man. So good. And, uh, you know, 13's fun just to watch Al Pacino kind of ham it up. <laughs> it's it's sure. so ridiculous. And you get Ellen Barkin. And you get Ellen Barkin. Team. Yeah. Like, there, there's, there's your one, two right there. Get there's something see a for love, all of them. Get you see a love reunion in, in a, added to the group that you already dig. It's fun. Yeah, totally. I mean, the, uh, to me, they're all real fun movies. Um, again, this is very much like that same, let's assemble the team, which was a big kind of thing they were doing like in the late 90s, early 2000s. There were a lot of these sort of ensemble, uh, you know, you throw a big star and then a bunch of supporting kind of people around them. And, you know, you head out for the, God, I miss fucking caper movies and heist films. Yes. Seriously, man, think, you know, I don't think they're ever going to go back to... Um, you know, I don't We're think never gonna gonna go, anything like this I don't again. think they're ever gonna go back to the to the Soderbergh um to the Soderbergh Oceans movies. I mean not Oceans the Oceans Eight, but I mean with with the guys. Because I think after, you know, the they had too many big passings, you know. Um you know, losing Carl Reiner, um, losing losing um losing Mac. It's like you 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 can't you know, you can't do it. You can't do it because those guys were key to those movies and you can't do it now. You know, they were they were, I mean, those two guys were, were, were part of the 11, 12, and the 13. They weren't, they weren't additions. They were part of it from the beginning. And I just, and yeah. you can't do oh, it. Yeah. And, I, and I think no, they, they were, knew that. Yeah, that's, totally. I think that's why they went the route of doing an all women, which would have been fun. And which apparently is fun. I haven't seen it though. I haven't bothered. It not, I shouldn't say bothered. And like, I don't want to. I just haven't found the time to, to watch it. Every, you know, all, all the actresses in there are really fun, except for one or two that aren't really actresses, you know, but you know. Yep. But yeah, heist movies, dude. We need more of them. More of them. Yeah. I mean, dude, there should, I mean, uh, I look, oh, look heist. Whether, the, oof. There's your green again. There look at that. You got green going yep. two ways. Good God. And you get the orange. Look at the orange on the outside. Yeah. They're all getting lit up perfectly. And now look at, look at the skin tones. Everybody looks like they're supposed to look as they right. enter the room. And then they're going to step into, see, everybody looks normal now. Yeah, the, the color choices in this are just, I know it's like a broken record, but. Here comes the teenagers. <laughs> Here comes that van offloading from Enemy of the State. <laughs> right. Hey, you guys just come in from the other movie? <laughs> no, no, we're talking about a lot of money here. And, and what, if you guys what, think we get into our Kool-Aid, is that what you think I'm mind. doing this? You eat consistently. You want to park this space with you? Money. I would have given uh, my, the only thing missing from this would have been if Cage just decked him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'll go watch you get to give some chin music, dude. <laughs> right? He was deserving it. You know, they're doing yes, all this crap totally. right now because of the douchebag brother. He's got no reason to get all amped up. And what's he talking about money for? It's like, dude, I'm, I'm right, here it's to your I'm, fault, dude. I'm, I'm here to get you to keep you alive, asshole. <laughs> yeah, we have skills. We, uh, Mirror Man here, he's an electronics expert. You know, he's got some gadgets that, that you old farts probably never heard of. You know, uh, is, that, really is, that, is that Will Scott in the scene? Uh, maybe. On. Hold on, go ahead. Oh, it is. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. He's a wee baby. But what exactly 
and hack into the DMV mainframe. <laughs> oh, that accent is so great. 18. I can do a lot of really tricky stuff. All right. All right. Hey, you look like Kurt Russell. Come see in this movie. I run the show. You take your orders from me. If you have any problems, sit down. Um, <laughs> the. Uh, I miss this version of Cage. That's what I'm. That's what I'm like, like learning most about watching. The, I haven't seen this movie probably in 20 years since it first came out on DVD. Yeah. And God, dude, Cage is so good in this flick. Oh, look, there he is. Got that very gross there. Uh huh. Gosh, this cast, dude. It's insane. Yeah. It's just peppered. But this is the kind of the thing that Bruckheimer could do. He would he would just get people you recognize. everybody wanted to be in this movie. Yeah. I mean, at this point. He went point, out to actors and they said yes. And this is still a time frame, too, where people are trying to escape. And I'm using that, you know, would lovingly escape television. I mean, at this point, he, he was still in the middle of Ellen, right? Or towards the end of it, the Ellen show. It was a well-built kid. Uh, uh, probably toward the end of it. Yeah, because two thousand. Because I was done, gonna say, yeah, because it hit the air like what? Are you gross? Ninety two, ninety four, ninety three. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I was gonna say Ari Gross could could have been mm-hmm. David Paymer. You know what I mean? He could have taken a lot of those, you know, similar types. Right. Um, you know, fill that role, David Paymer, Ari Gross. You know. Uh, even young Paul Giamatti, you know, yeah. there can be only one though. There can only be one. And there's three right there. there are, there's three of them sitting right here yelling at Nick Cage. <laughs> Look at Nick right there fighting that hairline. Dude, they, it looks like something was sitting on top of it, his hair. It really looks Look like that. something you is just divot? resting there. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 somebody touched his hair right before they went and they didn't. Somebody fucked with this. Yeah, the, the hair of the chick wasn't near set. Somebody forgot to take a Polaroid of it. Or he just said, don't fuck with it. Okay. <laughs> just like, I mean, to reset. No, I didn't take a photo. Look at that. Look at this. What's so funny about when I see computer stuff in 2000, and I'm like going, these guys are broke, man. These guys don't have any money. They're not going to have high tech. And yet that was, the, you were seeing things that didn't exist. In, yeah. Yeah. Not with not with the speed you were seeing the images change anyway. Two thousand was the uh, oh yeah, was dude, the first dude, nobody's year. internet move like that. Come on, <laughs> right? That was the first year. Fucking of, dial up. No, yeah, fifty six k. No, see, at that time I was going to school for my editing and everything like that, and I was so stoked because they had like a cable modem there, and and you could get you know ten meg downloads. It was insane, man. It was crazy talk. It wasn't it wasn't fifty six k dial up. Now. I have money, I have taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, here he goes. He's, <laughs> I love when he does. This reminds me of his little, some of his shtick and matchstick men. Yeah. But you know, this is the one. Yes, yes, yes. I saw three of these parked outside the local Starbucks this morning, which tells me only one thing. There's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much... Who is that? Who is the guy he's doing? Do you know what he said? He said self-indulgent wieners. Right, but he said, <laughs> "Yes." Oh wow! Yeah, did you see it? Yes. Wow. Interesting. I wonder why. I mean, somebody why would they a, do that? I don't know. Somebody took exception to the the word, but nobody took exception to what was in the script. 
on the day. <laughs> well, right. But I mean, but did it always say that or has this been doctored for uh, Amazon? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't do you heard. Have blue, do you have a copy? I don't have a copy or I'd, I would, I would I go back and look at so. it. Let's see. It's 42 minutes. I don't make a note to look at it. Just curious. Yeah. I don't know. Unfortunately. Um, uh, I'll look at that. Long Beach Harbor. Do that. So 42 minutes in, we have now added everybody to the cast that we're going to see and involved on both sides of the law. And uh, it only uh, took 40 minutes. Hold on. <laughs> Somebody that doesn't know how to ride a motorcycle. Hey, up. what a surprise. <laughs> and here's what's crazy now. We got an it's hour and 15 minutes now. Hey. And it's, and it's a race to the end. No pun intended. No, absolutely not. None. Was that, the, was that the uh, Santa Monica Sears is no longer there? Yep, that right certainly the, was it. Right by the plaza? Yeah. You know, it's funny, man, is uh, I would say this is one of those movies where you're not rooting against the cops either. You know what I mean? No, it's exactly it. it you know, it's funny. There's, you know, in a lot of ways, there's, you're, it's the same thing with Con Air. You're not like... <laughs> And right, you're not actually, rooting against Cusack. And, and more like along Just the lines the with, with The Rock. You know, you understand why Ed Harris is doing what he's doing. You're kind of like, sure. You're like, well, I don't want anybody to die, but I get it. <laughs> you know? And Ed Harris, God. That's, you know, that, that would that would elevate this movie. I mean, well, you know, Duvall's handling the Ed Harris in this movie. Yeah, Totally. I mean, I think this movie is perfectly cast. I can't oh, think of anybody is. I would remove from this movie. No, no, that's, thing, that's I started to say that, and you know what's missing, but I realize it's not missing. It's already there. Yeah, oh I mean, gosh, look, cast I, yeah, totally. But yeah, I'm 100 with you. You're, you're not, you're not cheering on anybody. And quite honestly, since they're doing all this to keep Giovanni Ribisi alive, he's like the one guy. Like, you know what? Is it worth it? He's the guy, right? He's the douchebag. He's the he's the person that like you really don't like is Rubisi. Right. And they're in the whole movie. But I can say that about almost every Rubisi role. I feel like he kind of there's a thing that he he has and he's made a career of it. He is a guy that is a question of questionable character always. No matter if he's leaning to the good or leading to the bad, you're always like there's something about that motherfucker right there. Right? Yep. There's the Pantages. Hey, the Frolic Room. <laughs> oh, you see the Pantages, I see the Frolic Room. Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> it's so funny how you see things. See how, diff see how different we are? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're cousins. Uh, yeah, man. I hung out in that fucking Frolic Room <laughs> uh, fuck for a good three years. Oh, look at green and gold, man. Here, here's green a little, here's a little uh, uh, goof for you. When the thieves are quizzing each other over the walkie-talkies, they assert that Jim Rockford drove a 73 Firebird in the Rockford Files, when in fact he drove 10 Firebirds that showed annually updating um, from a 74 model through 78, but never 73. There you go. A little Magnum P.I. ref coming up. Right. You know what the color of the car was actually called? Sierra Gold is what Rockford's car was actually. That's the, that's the color of the car. Oh, yeah, that, that was it's their... Sierra Gold. Yeah, it was a metallic it's the real, tan. It's the, it's the color chip. That's the factory code. <laughs> yeah. 
Sierra Gold. Sounds like a stripper. Oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, now taking the stage, Sierra Gold. And there's Hollywood Park, which no longer exists. It's been torn down to make a new football stadium. (laughs) What a bummer, dude. I was just, I just, I was watching Vanacek and the episode, Vanacek flew out from Boston and it went to Hollywood Park. That, see, Hollywood Park, uh, for those that weren't around L.A. at any given time when it was around, it, it was a horse race track, it, but it was also a card house, too, and, and the card room that we talked about and card, the driver. Yeah. We mentioned card it during the driver. Um, I played quite, I played right. poker quite a bit down there um, in the in the um, mid-2000s. It's no, it never, was never worth I driving down to. I saw a boxing to, matches there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, was not only, a horse race guy, but I saw a couple, I saw some prize fights there. Because for the for the fights, I couldn't afford to be in the you know, forum, right? Or or at the or at the Olympic. Oh yeah! By the way, we should mention that too. The Hollywood Park, um, Hollywood Park was right. And I shared the parking lot with the the fabulous forum, the Great Western Forum, and now just called the Forum. Yeah. So if you're ever in Los Angeles and you look over and see where that stadium is, that's actually where um, that's where Hollywood, Hollywood Park, Park used to be. Hey. Oh shit! What was I was there was something I was gonna say. No, I totally it went right out of. Oh, it's funny watching them take photo. They're all photographed with these little digital cameras, like the Elf, the Canon Elf, and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? There's probably people watching it now, going, what the fuck are those? Right. So there's right, Eleanor. Digital cameras were the thing. Okay, so here's Eleanor. Eleanor. Right there. Okay, now see here thing that you should point out too. Eleanor, same name of the car uh, of in the original and from '74. But the one from 74 was using a 1973 model. But that one right there, that is a classic 67 right there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. lottery money, that is, this is, I mean, I want this version of of the Fastback. I mean, that to me is just. Didn't they, didn't they give Eleanor away? Wasn't there a, wasn't there a contest and somebody might, won this fucking car? I think there was. I think. one. Of, yeah, one of the on-screen, because he had like, what, a dozen of them, I think, right? Like, had, yeah. T- they had yeah, like three, totally. I think they had three or four hero ones like that right there. Look at that, the little Canon Elfie camera back when you use film. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like, <laughs> the, dude, who the fuck even knew what that was? Like, no, I, I found, I have one in a drawer in my house. I pulled it out and I was like, why do I still have have this those little alfies were fantastic point and shoot cameras even oh, the current great mo- cameras yeah, even the current models that canon still makes that that line and they're incredible great portable cameras dude they're super compact they're smaller than your phone and you take pictures that are even better and you can shoot 4k video oh, fuck. I'm done with my commercial master p is back yeah master p is back with a vengeance and tim bizarre one of the guys one of his henchmen who Tim Desarn. Where? I didn't see him. Yeah, he's he's shot dude with the shotgun. Oh shit. Let's see You're right. Over here. Dude, I love chases through people's yards. Oof. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, when there was a car chase going on in Los Angeles, I, and the dude hopped out and was fence climbing and stuff, getting away. I'm like, I immediately thought about this movie, and I didn't realize this is what I was thinking of. And now that I'm watching it again, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is it. Oh, yeah, the chicken coop. <laughs> the feathers in the face. Right? 
this movie's got everything. This is your this is your big uh, chase from Point Point Break as well. See that I almost said Point Blank and I said it anyway. Point right. Point got Break. It. Got it. Got it. Oh my gosh, the music is so great in this movie. Oh yeah, man. This is this movie, man. God, I can't believe I hadn't watched it in twenty years. So what, what? So if you if you're selling big burgers, why is meatloaf the biggest word that you have on the top of your sign? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the special. <laughs> I'll take I, the meatloaf. I love meatloaf. See, they got meatloaf, spaghetti plates, and steak piccato. And that's quite a that's quite a menu. <laughs> it is, man. The best burgers in town. Is that like one of those Tom's number four? Dude, I, 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 I love Tom's. I forget. Yeah, what, no, no, totally. I, I used to go to the the one yeah. on Lancashire. I used to go there all the time. Well, there's you know because there's a there's a Tom by my folks up in Lancaster on uh, L and Twenty Fifth, and uh, that one yep. had just gotten built up while we were still living there. They make chili cheese fries, dude. <sighs> yeah, there's one in uh, there's one in Palmdale too. I think off Avenue. Yeah, there's Avenue a, there's, I think there's like three of them up there. Yeah, but I think the one yeah. in the, in the one valley over is the same. Is yeah. In North Hollywood, is yeah, the yeah. best. What do I gotta do? How do I learn? What do I do? Right up there with the, that's the one that's over there near 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 uh, near, near Green and those guys. Right, right. It's kind of down Fairly the street close. from uh, what's the burrito? Yeah. What's the burrito place? Um, shit, forget the name of it. Uh, Los 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 Burrito. The yeah, yeah, the yeah. Right, the, uh, right, yeah, it's right there on Burbank and. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there used to be a chain of those too. Yeah, those are so good too. This is it's one thing I don't want to. This is there's a reason why Phil Rosenthal, the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, who grew up in New York, says that Los Angeles is the best food place in the world, and he's right because that all the flavors come into Los Angeles. Every you want a taste of any country. You can find it at multiple places here. Food, food, food. LA's sure. got LA's got the best food places ever, so that's that. I'm not saying you get the best pizza here. I'm just saying they have the best all around. Smorgasbord. <laughs> <Morgan's> <laughs> that caddy got jacked. Right, oh, and now you're screwed, yeah, and now you're going to have to deal with the cops. Oh, uh, yeah. With all the guns. What you get? Guys got permits for these weapons? <clears throat> Well, hello, guys. <laughs> and those are movie cops, because we know what would have happened if they were real yeah. cops. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> those were those were uh, stunt court. Those are the stunt guys. Yeah. <laughs> look at that fucking. It looked like a black and white photograph. That shot. This is a great set, man. This I, I'm pretty sure this was I, I, if I remember correctly because I, I just. Worked for a few days on locations, but I think this whole entire this garage was all built on stage at Disney. Really, it wasn't just a warehouse. It's, I mean, it was what a great no, build, I man. I feel like I feel like they built this. I, I I can't can't verify that. I would have to text my buddy who who plays the security guard in this movie, my friend Tyler, who was uh, I think he was maybe the onset dresser in this movie, and he was in it as he plays the security guard. But I'm pretty sure that the interior of that thing was built. But I could be wrong. It's an insane build. But I would say, well, I would say the way it's lit, that it might have been a build, if I remember correctly. 
Yeah, they're doing too good job of controlling the light with still have with with the window still being yeah. unobstructed. Yeah. Whoa, ho, what's up? Dude, you don't need all that cocaine. Kid. <laughs> Duvall's face was priceless. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love when Duvall does that little weird crazy laugh. <laughs> Detective. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I can't remember. Did they punch a hole in the coke? <laughs> yeah. Well, the like, answer dude, is like yes. When he tore it out of the thing, right? Yeah. The answer that white stuff he's standing over. Please, I'm shocked. That, I'm shocked that there wasn't a certain person down there on the floor trying to snort it up behind Cage's boot. This is where the whiteout motivation came from. I'm gonna make a movie called Whiteout. Whoa, man! We can make a movie called Whiteout, dude. It used to be called something totally different, and then Blow came out, and then he changed his mind. Like I can't make this movie about cocaine. What is this? So that's why the movie's right. so terrible. I can't say that a lot about a Kate. I can sell movies because Kate's in it's usually enough for me. But like uh, Serendipity. Speaking of Cusack. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, what's the other movie she was in? Uh, I just, I just recently. Oh, I watched as much as I. I had never seen Click, and I tried to watch Click. Don't start with me, about you. You're just trying to incite me. No, I'm just saying. I no, just tried to watch Click. You, okay, here's my rant. I've done yeah, it before, and I'm doing it. it again. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler ruins everything. Keeps hiring <laughs> hot actresses that he would never get in real life, even with the money he has. To be his his love interest, and I'm sorry, but Kate Beckinsale would have no interest in Adam Sandler or the character and the piece of shit that Adam Sandler is in the movie Click. I buy into the whole DVR controlling of life kind of thing when he gets this device from Chris Walken, but don't even expect me to believe that Kate Beckinsale would even be involved with Adam Sandler, which was married to him and have kids with him. Sorry, Kate Beckinsale. No, wouldn't happen. But of course, then again, she's dated Pete, da Pete Davidson. <laughs> so what do I know? Who knows? So there's your theory. There's blown, you're just blowing holes in <laughs> well, your Well, my theory. theory existed before Pete Jesus Davidson Christ. came along, so. There. Right. Who I think is very funny, by the way. Does that make it hold water? Uh, Pete Davidson's funny, I said. <laughs> oh, Pete Davidson is funny. Delroy is so great, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, Delroy might get nominated for an Oscar this year. Now, remind me, just because my memory's a little loosey here right now, doesn't he play uh, Aaliyah's dad in Romeo Must Die? Or am I wrong? Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he is. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's the basically the head of the Capulet family. That's right. If you're going all Shakespeare on uh, Romeo Must Die, <laughs> you're kind of forced to when they call Romeo fantastic... Must Die, though, right? <laughs> right, exactly. He uh, he plays uh, Josh Gibson in the uh, I think the movie was called The Soul of the Game um, about it, it was about the Negro Leagues. 
Uh, do you remember that? He was great in it, man. I or, never saw it. I think he played Josh. Did he play Josh Gibson? He might have played Satchel Paige. I, I can't remember because I saw it such a long time ago. And it, it, again, I think it was a made-for-HBO movie, um, which I've been, I mean, it's something I've been looking to try to find. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it exists on DVD, but I always remember he was he was really great. And it was right after Get Shorty, right around that area, right around that time. That, yeah, and Roman Must Die is another movie that's got a really fun cast, too. Yeah, totally. It's, and it's basically, in a lot of ways, it's a re, the cast is a reunion from Exit Wounds. Um, DMX, uh, Anthony Anderson. Um, You're right. Uh, um, Isaiah Washington, yeah, he's in both. Yep. But I think uh, only, I mean, really, the, the the only thing they did was replace Seagal with Jet Li. <laughs> with Jet Li, right? I mean, honestly, as far as like you know, you had your action lead uh, martial artist. You know, I love Romeo Must Die. Yep, it's good. And you know, one of the few movies that Leah did before she passed. She, you know, she was. You know, she was. A, she might. I think she would have gotten better exactly. each time out. I, yeah, she had a presence. She didn't have the chop yet, acting wise. But you could like. But Queen of the Damned is again. I hate to use the word again, maligned, but it's a much maligned movie. But she's fucking wonderful. Right. It. It's like you. You yeah, see the do, progress. I mean, yeah. And Stuart, like we talked last week, Stuart, Stuart Townsend, Townsend and her, yeah. I thought they were great. I thought they were both yeah. great in that movie. That movie, actually, yeah, it's, it's underrated. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say I like it more than, than uh, Interview with the Vampire, but I do like Queen of the Damned. I don't think it's terrible. Uh, yeah, it, it, it gets a bad shake as far as I'm concerned. Thanks for doing this. Um, All right. He's got the jacket on, dude. He's ready to go. And here's, and here's, you're about to see the gif coming up. It comes. You notice that jacket he's wearing is this exact same cut as his snakeskin jacket from Wild at Heart. Nice. There you go. Got a little war going. Yeah, <laughs> like he's told him trying to tell the kids to chill out. Here it comes. Uh, there it is. Okay, let's run. There it is. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, man. 12 hours to deadline. Oh, shit. Give me a damn torch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here it is. Robbery. It's on, baby. I'm your man. I told you I'm running this shit. You do that again, I will kill you. You're going to do what? What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> no, not that wire. <laughs> yeah, enough. Not that wire. Raj. Grab the cat. Shot. Oh man, I need another Lethal Weapon 3 reference. Did you see what happened just right there at the flashlight? He didn't point at the camera. He didn't point the camera lens for the flare. You're fired, Giovanni. Well, now it is. Right. Yeah. Angelina took care of it. <laughs> see that flare come off that fucking symbol of that horse? Mm hmm. 
You can see it a lot right through here, frame, peeking from the background. Dude, he uses anything with a reflective surface to fucking give us a lens flare. God bless him. Selling son of a bitch. This is all your fault, you know. Right, and, and if you can't hear, this is a this is a remix of Never Gonna Come Back Down from Brian Transo, also known as BT. Um, what's funny is BT, that his baby. music in this movie um, is not surprising, considering he did he did all the score for the original Fast and the Furious. But this yeah, this is Never Gonna Come Back Down. Um, this is this was his big breakout song for. For his, uh, um, uh, as far as his normal releases before he started working and doing scores and stuff. Dude, I love the fact that the, the board is totally old school. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a whiteboard. Oh, or it would be it would be a whiteboard, or or they would just do it on a computer screen. Yeah. And it would suck. It would be terrible. The only reason they would ever do that is because it's easier to insert shots and not worry about who's standing their shot on screen on computer screen. Right, I know. I'm just saying. But when you got money, just wheel the damn thing into the shot and ride down on it. Yeah. Another thing too is chalkboard guys. Come on. Another thing too is not everybody has legible writing, and what's the point of having somebody write on a chalkboard or a whiteboard if you can't read it? Then you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about the assistant having good writing. And of course, that brings well, up. That's my, why you set it up. <laughs> that's why I get the caveat that I keep pointing out to people. You always know, like, there's a note being left by a guy. I'm like, that's a not a that's a that's a female writer. It's a female's um, uh, handwriting. It's never you can always tell a guy's writing. No, like I said, the needy. Uh, uh, uh. Brother, you guys, you old guys are cool, man. It rolls. Is, where the hell are they at? Is that Yamashiro? Look at oh, look who it is. Awesome. It's Ken Jenkins from Scrubs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, that's Yamashiro. Yeah, it's Yamashiro. On Sycamore, yeah. I thought so. Yeah. Fuck, what a beautiful place that is. Dude, I seriously. I don't think it's opening. No, I don't anymore. think it is either. I think it's either. just sitting up there fucking rotting. Yeah. You lazy half-ass Yeah, Dude, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, I'm sorry. He's not even breathing right now. That He's a big dude. It one good sweet kick to the chin big, like that. He's yeah, out. He's a big motherfucker. <laughs> hey, it's yeah, Johnny's. Totally. I love he's Johnny's. He's a big son of a bitch. Johnny's. Speaking, speaking of things that aren't open anymore. I think, I think, jo I think, well, I think it's just open. I think the only, I don't think it was open then. I think it was only open for filming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been a film location only for fucking at least 20 years. Yeah, for sure. I always think of Miracle Mile when I see it. So now we're getting we're getting Don't Stop the Rock now. So like you're getting a lot of this beat. You're getting the stuff from BT, um, Moby a lot in this too. And um, this is uh, gosh darn it, Fat Boy Slim. 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 Fat
Frolic room. Fire. Come on, Deval. Keep crossing them off that list, man. I see you, brother. Crossing them shit off, Bobby. Come on, Bobby. I love the way Duval is fucking talking to himself yeah. and just doing all of his Duval shit. Duval is a guy that never do once the, when the camera's on, even if it's not on, if he's in the back, he's still doing his thing, dude. Talk, he doesn't give a shit. You're never gonna catch him doing nothing. Right. TJ, Ever. He's back. He's smart. He watches his ass. Sort of positions. If he rolls, you follow him out. Copy that. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Hang on. He sees you. When you're sleeping. We might as well roll down our windows and wave. JJ, you tell him, all right? Copy that. Yeah, you can't be parked in the neighborhood in a Chevy Astro van and not, think, <laughs> not draw attention to yourself. Doesn't matter if you're in the driveway or not. Yeah, exactly. Unit one, hey, hey. Unit two. they're back at Hollywood Park. You know what's so great about this movie is, as far as the locations go? They're using locations that were closed even at the time. They're using locations that are now closed. Using locations that don't even exist anymore. Forget about being closed. Like Hollywood Park, for instance. But Well, they're so iconically Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Well, you think I am, motherfucker? I'm playing cards. <laughs> Fuck, there's a poker game going on up here. What? I want everybody to get back to the garage now. Didn't somebody get shot? Didn't uh, didn't Henry Tillman, the uh, one-time heavyweight contender, was it? Didn't he get shot outside of uh, Hollywood Park? I don't know. I remember. I remember. This this was God. It was 20 years ago now, but I, I thought there was a boxer who got shot outside of. Uh, Hollywood Park. So here you go, by the way. So Cinema Vehicle Services, the ones that produced the different Eleanor's, the movie, they had 12 different ones for the movie. None of the 12 are actually Shelby's, but the converted standard 67 Mustang Fastbacks. Of those cars, seven survived the filming in various states of repair. A 13th Eleanor was based on the real 67 GT500, was prepared by, prepared by, Cinema Vehicle Services for Jerry Bruckheimer, but the car did not appear in the movie. There you go. 12, you know, 12 years in the movie, one extra for fuck. Those guys, uh, they're out of business now, but they were on Reseda Boulevard in the, in Reseda. It, that's the garage where we shot Drive. That's oh, the, nice. the garage that Cranston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, so hey, check it out. Henry Tillman wasn't shot at fucking Hollywood Park. He fucking murdered somebody in the parking lot. Whoa. In, that, in 1996. Wow. Where'd you get these from? The Mercedes are dirty. So in some Greek theaters, the movie was retranslated to come in 60 seconds. <laughs> what? General trivia for you. <laughs> Different kind of movie entirely wow. in Greece. Yes, it is. Or maybe can, come means something else in Greece. Maybe so. Considering there's only one female in the entire group, it would be uh, an interesting movie. 
if we're talking about those kind of movies. Ooh. Yeah, that's that that's the that's the porn name. That's the porn version of yes. it. Like like Schindler's Fist. Um, <laughs> come in sixty seconds. <laughs> Whatever, man. They're all out there. <laughs> You're gonna cut that out, aren't you? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you set it up. I did. Well, I can't help with general trivia. Blame Amazon yeah, X-ray. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, wasted food. I'm hungry. Oh, you sweet boy. Wait a minute. The dog ate the keys. Yes. How you gonna get him out? Not funny. Hey, 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 hey. What do you think about drinks? No, you don't. Need to. You're, gonna, you're gonna get murdered, Vinnie Jones. You tried to take a knife to that dog. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Don't you even fucking think about it, Bolletus. <laughs> I'd put my money on Duvall. <laughs> I've always loved how Bruckheimer is so affectionate to having dogs in his movies. Always had dogs in his movies. Was this this was still Simpson Bruckheimer, right? Simpson was still alive. Don no. Don's still alive at this point? No. no Don this passed is... away after before Con Air came out, right? Yeah, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Um, right. I forget who the co-producer is on it, but it's Bruckheimer and somebody else was part of his team. It wasn't it wasn't Don. Hey, whoa, the cops. Hey. What do you need to know? I told you everything I know. Look at the blue and the green. Because I said this is everything. Because Tim's Tim's standing in the blue. Oh yeah. Gosh. I, <laughs> I feel like changing the thumbnail for this episode to like a rainbow stick or just put it's just a blue and green and orange thing. What's, what 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 country is blue, green, and orange? Nothing. Isn't that Italy? Orange or is that red? Uh orange. What is uh I forget. All of them. <laughs> yes, and so is uh, Ribisi. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Totally. I mean, I think you just, you know, well, I think, uh, is, is Danny? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either, because I don't, I don't think Bridget's doesn't seem Doesn't I, seem I to fit know, the M.O. No. Look how beautiful he is. Look at that beautiful boy. Look at the head on that dog. You bought a horse? People say Oswald's big. I'm like, no, he's not. He's tiny. Lipstick. Man, there was that shot from the other side when she first went to the lipstick. You could see how bad her skin was, man, because she was a wreck while they were shooting this, I bet. Yep. Before she got all cleaned up, squared away. Yeah, it was, yeah, crazy. Hey, Eccleston. Here's where it starts feeling a little like heat. Yeah, it, it does. It, it's got a little bit of that sort of Michael Mann heat vibe to it. Yeah. Like if you took Michael Mann and injected him with some... 
fucking rock and roll MTV. Yep. Make it a little bit more fun than a than a Michael Mann movie. Mm-hmm. That's There's Sanjay, by the way. That's Sanjay. That's the Glass House guy. And uh, Doria Anselmo. That's the girl. So there, there's a, yeah. you know, no silhouetted nudity in this one. Uh, there's two different flavors of this movie, I believe. Isn't there a PG-13 and an R-rated version? I can't see the difference between the two. One, is, there, is there an R, is there an R there, and a non-rated version? I thought there was. Maybe because, you know, when it hit DVD, that was always the go-to thing. Oh, here's the unrated version. Oh, here's the R-rated version. I think it was PG-13 and... Right? Wasn't it PG-13 originally? I thought it could be Is this movie rated R? I mean, this doesn't even seem like it'd be rated R, but in 1999. No, I thought it was PG-13. I, I mean, I feel like there was... I feel like there was more skin shown in Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I guess there was. The year before. I'd have to say, man, I think this movie suffered uh, because of the Fast and the Furious. But in hindsight, this movie is better than the first Fast and Furious movie. Uh, I think so. Because yeah. like, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, so it's a better made movie. It, there's that, and there's also the fact that, that everybody everybody on screen excels. Nobody. Yeah, I love this guy too. Yeah, Carmen. Yeah, he's he's wonderful. And everything. Yeah, yeah. But yes, everybody is good in this movie, and the, uh, this just you know the fast the first Fast and the Furious movie. While it set the it set it set everything up. Right. Uh, it you know it was kind of a B movie and, it, and, it, and there's parts of it the craftsmanship of the movie just don't you see that you can almost see the seams where it's like stretching and almost cracking at points right you know so, like yeah so this was PG thirteen um, I can't verify the um, if there's an R rated version yeah or an unrated or whatever they did because that was always the, that was always the selling point for DVDs and it wasn't the R rated right. version it was the fact right. the unrated it's like oh my gosh I, and all you need to do is put one frame, you, one frame of film. Or they give you the directors. They give you the director's uh, extended cut is what <laughs> right. it was, is what they called it. Because I, yeah. I have a I have a copy of Reindeer Games, and and that was the whole thing because the movie was such a flop. When the DVD came out, they're like, to John Frankenheimer's unedited director's cut. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll, right. I'll buy it. You know, that was a big thing when DVDs first came out. You get all the, the um, you know, the unrated cut or the director's full vision. See, so, you know, so voyeurism has a play in this movie. Yeah, man. Look <laughs> at it, dude. I can't do this. Come on. You can't leave me like this, baby. Over oh, lipstick's gone now. I like that you just bit her nose. No, he wiped it off. Good I mean, she put on so much red lipstick, his face should look like a tomato. <laughs> he looked like, looked like he put on with, you know, a blind man put on his he on like lipstick. The fuck, he should look like the Joker. The Cesar Romero Joker. There's nothing happening. Maybe he's got indigestion. We'll do. We'll give him some more ice. Ah, a little ice cube playing in the background. Michael Pena. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Who's in this? 
for you. I mean, it's just not for us. Oh, so now you think you're better than us or something, huh? Maybe we should cut you up. It's not a great movie. It's not even a good movie, but Ships, he's so funny in it. Oh, I never, I didn't see it. Yeah, it's okay. It's you don't have to. It's but it, you know. I like Dax a lot, and I want to support. I, he's him. he's my favorite. He's my favorite thing in the Ant Man movies. Especially oh, he's wonderful. Yeah, he's super funny in that too. Yeah, no Ant movie, no Man Man movies. He's not doing chips, and because he's he's a I mean, he's a co lead in it, and he's he's very similar to that kind of the parts that he does in Ant Man, the two Ant Man movies. Oh yeah, I mean that second Ant Man movie. God, I did that thing. I've seen it more than any other Marvel. I mean, you know me and Marvel movies, but I have seen Ant Man two probably four or five times. Yeah, I saw it in a theater with Lynch, and I turned to him at the end of it and said, "That's the best Joe Dante movie he never made." Yeah. Wait. That's not Tyler. Is there another security guard here somewhere? Get in your book, do something, find my damn Volvo. He said Volvo. My damn Volvo. I don't think he's got one of what? those. You don't have a Volvo, sir. Oh, Volvo. He's like, I'm not a, I'm not a medical doctor or anything, but um. So he's showing him where the Volvo is on the doll. <laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> it's right here. It's right here. If, if you were missing, you didn't right go. Here, you were in health. You were in health class that day. This is it. Did you miss out on health class on life science? <laughs> Would that be life science? I think so, right? Uh, no, it was just health, wasn't it? I don't. We had life science and a bunch. Yeah, you know, they had to throw life science. That's what you get up north. Life science. That, yeah, Northern California, dude. <laughs> that's why the preg That's why the teen pregnancy rates higher up north. Because <laughs> that's because it's life science life instead of health. Science. <laughs> that's right. Teen pregnancy hotline. Look at that magic eight ball. They put it right. Th- Did you see the fucking reflection of Delroy in the fucking uh, on the eight ball? No. When he first moved, you're gonna get you one in that like, black light too. Yeah, crazy man. That's just a dumb thing, you know. They're it's all yeah. over the place. They, that fucking right he, past that toolbox. Yeah, he does it a lot. If you've if you've ever seen um, Janet Jackson's Rhythm, Rhythm Nation, all oh, the yes, all the, every video that's from them from the short film, Escapade. it's all yeah, it's all him. Yeah. I wish we could find that in in proper like sixteen by nine because it's wonderfully shot it and the, yeah. Isn't there a DVD? Wasn't it there? Isn't there a DVD? Uh, yeah, Blu-ray of that whole the, thing. No, there's a DVD of it. Unfortunately, it's it's postage stamped. Really? Yeah. That's a fucking. I mean, shame. it was the last time I saw it in the store. They could have been. They could have had the DVD player set up wrong. I don't know. But no, um, probably, and all the right. yeah, all the videos in the Rhythm Nation short are um, are are black and white, and then he broke out of that. And uh, there's only one video that came from the Rhythm Nation album that wasn't directed by him. And that was All Right. It was the only colored um, um, music video from that album. And it was, uh, oh gosh, I'm blinking on who directed it. And it was so good though. Like, you know, Cab Calloway shows up in it and really great right. video. I got to look it up now because it's going to drive me nuts. Did he direct, did, 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 uh, did Dom direct the Escapade video? Yeah, everything from the... Is that one of his? Yeah. 
I think you did escapade. That's a great video. That's a great video. Escapade. I think everything, I think everything from that. Yeah. I think everything was, um, everything was him except for all right. Cause it's funny cause they premiered the all right, um, music video when we saw Janet Jackson at the forum. Speaking of the forum, I did. It's all about the forum today, man. Because it's because it's unfortunately it's the only thing still there, right? <laughs> right like the, re the rest of that fucking is all gone. Yeah, even uh, yeah. Let's see your music video for all for Escapade. It was it doesn't oh um, oh it was directed by um, Peter Smiley. I totally oh, thought wow. that it was yeah. I would have. I thought it was too, man. I would have bet money on it and lost, obviously. Yeah, and then all right, I have to look up because it's gonna drive me nuts. Snake. And it's a name that's known for music, doing music, music videos. I remember that. And it's going to annoy me that I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. Dummy. Police officers, we need to check the lot for a car. Oh, there's my buddy Tyler. There he is. <laughs> check this out, man. Here's some little ride music. It's a little bit different than the crack that she used to be playing. Check this out. <laughs> Can't you, oh shit! You gotta run it's your DMX, right man. Right oh, oh! I see you, snake. Dude, I totally forgot about the snake. I was like, I was just thinking, why does it say snake on the license plate? Is that like a reference? Oh, snake! I see you, brother, brother snake. Get the fuck out! Don't shoot it, man. Don't kill it. What the hell are you doing? Get this thing! He's the brakes! Snake is crawling up my ass. Leave the snake is up my ass. The snake is up my ass. That's the first thing I'm going to say on Monday. Hello? This is, yeah, no, I'm with you, dude. Oh. <laughs> no, I was, I was trying to Good laugh. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, finally found it. Remember, I told you it was a music video guy, Julian Temple. He did Julian the all, he did Temple. the all right video. Juno's father. <laughs> uh, that's an ugly car. We steal that car for him. Yeah, what are you, what are you still in that cover? Those wheels look terrible on it. <laughs> it did. Barracuda. With that ugly spoiler on it. <laughs> Dude, that spoiler makes it. I think so. Does it make it? Yeah. It kind of ruined it for me. You know, my parents used to have a Barracuda when I was a kid, like when I was not even a year old. Cuda. I, my mom, never never regretful about things. She goes, I really regret selling that car. <laughs> she, well, wow. both my, my dad says that car purchase was the biggest mistake we had, we made when we came back from Okinawa. <laughs> and the worst mistake I ever made was selling it. Huh? Were you conceived in the back of that car? That <laughs> no. Now my mom was already. Oh, you my, should you should just you should tell people that. Yeah, I was conceived in the back of my parents' barracuda. It's a good story, <laughs> man. It doesn't matter if it's true or not. Hey, why do you? How come every time you enter a room, you're listening to Hearts Barracuda? Oh, because. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Oh, that was the right there, dude. Right oh. back there. That was the house from Last Boy Scout. Right. Shelley's house. No surprise here. Commonly used homes. Oh, yeah. Oh. 
Oh, man. You're fucked. That's what Will. I would say. Poor Will. You know what happens here? This is where they push him out of the fucking car. <laughs> yeah, Will. You got a gunshot I mean, wound, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Sorry, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, he's already bleeding all over the car. Not in this movie, but in, like, you know, in yeah. real life or any other movie. They just push Well, yeah, out of the car. they would have to go torch the car because there's blood in it. You know, Will Patton's just, just take him out and put a bullet in his ass. <laughs> right. Uh, get some get some bricks for him and get some concrete blocks, tie them around him, and bring him over to the side there and put one in his you're melon. In San, you're kick in him. San Pedro. Jesus yeah, that's what Christ, I'm saying. Then, then kick him off and put one in his melon and kick him off the dock. Get on the bridge, stop, and toss him in the water. Let's finish this. Dude, her eyes look crazy right there. She looks like she is fucking high as a motherfucker. All yeah. right, man. Eleanor. Come on, Eleanor. Mm. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, shit. What? There's only oh. an hour left to get the cars. Yeah, man. And there's only, but there's only 30 shot. minutes left in the movie. Dude, I love shots like this. Put the camera lower. Let's go to Long Beach. Here's a little. Here's some geography error. Nobody ever error. says that, dude. Towards the end of the Whoever film, says, let's go to Long Beach. Uh, when there's time left at 59:59, followed by a shot of the two detectives getting into their car, head toward Long Beach. Is also later discovered. Uh, oh man, later discovered that in Long Beach, they're they're at Fourth and Main. The problem is there is no such intersection as Fourth and Main in Long Beach. Uh huh. And second issue, of course, is that. Within an hour, no car Nobody can travel from said. North Los Angeles to Long Beach <laughs> at that time of day. <laughs> right, and also nobody in their nobody in this world has ever said, "Let's go to Long Beach." <laughs> That's not true, my friend Stephanie. It's not, a, it's not a place. It's not a place that you ever fucking intentionally go to. Well, if you live there, you do. Live there, and at, my friend Tim, right, but my friend Tim lives I'm, there too. I'm saying they live there, so it's fine for them. Oh to say, well. They never, they never say, let's go to Long Beach, because they live there. Dude, I, you know one of the things about this car... How many times have you ever uttered that phrase, let's go to Long Beach? Never. Nah. Once or twice. I love the color of the Shelby in this. This isn't just the, isn't just the color choice. It's just the amazing job the, the body shop guys did with the paint. It's just... Over, over, under on the amount of conversations about the color of the car. In what? What do you think? In, 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 in this movie. Since the movie came out? No, in this movie. Like, in no, this no, in the movie. Before they fucking settle on this color, how many conversations did they have about what color is the fucking car? I don't know. And then I want to know, over, under. I'm just saying, over, under. Give me a fucking number. Don't Ten. be a pussy. Don't be... Okay, I'm going to say it's over that. <laughs> And then I'm going to say over under on how many times they actually had to paint it before they got it to the right color. Yeah. All of <laughs> 10. <laughs> Wrong. I'm going over 10. All right. So it's over 10, over 10. All right. Very good. But like I said. Thank you for playing along, Corey. When, God damn it. <laughs> eventually I got there. <laughs> but honestly, when the lottery, I, I'm getting the car rebuilt exactly as to these specs and that finish. Though I might That's not go, car. though I might leave the Shelby stripes off. Yeah. With that color. If it was blue, it'd feel differently. 
thing because you know like the same thing with a bullet man I'm not gonna put wouldn't put a stripe on a bullet but I've seen people do that I'm like don't do that there wasn't a stripe on a bullet don't put one on there true oh oh darling oh. <laughs> jeez dude oof yeah hmm Oh. Sorry, I'm trying not to hold my breath during this car chase. Fuck. I was I was I was gonna comment a few minutes ago for a movie that was sold the trailer. Remember how fucking kinetic and car chase? There's not a lot of car chase in this movie. Until now. Until now. There's and a Bruckheimer staple right there with the kids. But you don't need it. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. That's on Ocean Boulevard there in Long Beach. We've talked before about how cool Amazon X-Ray is, but then sometimes people hey, post shit because it's connected, it's connected to IMDb. So you're hearing these trivia moments, the bits that we're bringing up. Because they're coming from IMDb. And you know what a shit show IMDb can be sometimes because you can just post whatever you want. But somebody's making a comment about the fact that the there's a right. point where where Cage is starting um, the Shelby up, but the noise starter is actually from a Chrysler and not a Ford. This is the kind of... <laughs> that's the kind of shit that's bullshit, by the way. Hey, that's the kind of shit you get on IMDb. Um, yeah. Unless you're the fucking Foley guy, unless you're the sound mixer, uh, you know, unless you're the guy who in post put it in, uh, I, I'm going to call bullshit. Yeah. I might believe him. Yeah. Oh, my God, that color. Ugh. Mm. Oh, it's about to get all fucking dirty. It's all going to get dirty. Woo! This reminds me of Grease. This one's going to say it. Because, you know. It is. Where's Dodie Goodman? Uh, when you need her. Dude, no matter how many chases I see in the fucking LA River, it never gets old. No, ever. Never, never, never. It's always amazing. Even the slow ass driving you're doing Greece. <laughs> you know, they're Greece all driving like the worst. 10 miles an hour, if that. <laughs> Right, I say Greece might be the worst car chase, the worst car sequence ever in the LA River, and it's still okay. Um, one of the one of my favorite, not chases, but moments in with the LA River is that great gag in the last action hero, where in the background you just see the the villain's van go flying up in the air and crashing and something explode in the background, while you're focused on what's happening in the foreground with the kid and Arnold. It right. was a fun moment. Look at it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure you could guess my favorite L.A. River moment ever. Yes, <laughs> I really can. Um, yeah, you can. Will, will can or can't? Will Patton wants to come over. I could, but I'm choosing not to. Here's a story. Tell your story. But it's okay. <laughs> Why not? That's what we're here for. Stories. No, I was no, I was going to say mine is to live and die in L.A. Of course, I figured it would be. But look at this. Will Patton wants to go Rubisi put a... looked... Yeah. Yeah. 
He wants to Tyler kill him. wants to put bullets in both of them. Yeah. It's like him and the fucking other bleeder. <laughs> it's because what are you going to do now? Because even if BC's dead, you still have to deliver the cars because then, then Memphis is going to get killed. And everybody else for that matter. Isn't Rubisi an alpha dog as well? Kind of playing the same almost character. This this basically the same kind of scrubby character. Does he? Is he though? Or am I mistaken for somebody else? I, I can't remember. Is it, I know Ben Foster is, but I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Rubisi just kind of plays this at all. Alpha dog is on Netflix, by the way. It's what? It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I put it in my queue because I haven't seen it forever. No, I don't. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah, I don't think he's in it, dude. I think I think we're thinking of Ben Foster in the hair. Right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I think it's it just I think it's just kind of the, the vibe of yeah. all these kids kind of just reminds me of Alpha Dog. Right. You get, you get your meal. You got your JT, Justin Timberlake, um, Anton, of course, Ben Foster. Um, oh, Sean Hattesey's in it. Playing the same guy oh. he always plays. You know what? <laughs> right? Uh, you know what movie I was thinking of? I'm not, it's not Alpha Dog. It's... Um, it's with Mark Wahlberg. It's, ah, uh, oh, shit. Now I can't remember the name of it because it's not a very good movie. Italian Job? Um, it was called, no, not Italian Job. Uh, this movie makes Italian Job look like fucking Lawrence of Arabia. It's called, it'll come to me in a minute. As soon as I dial it up. It's so bad, I think I tried to push it out of my head. <laughs> push it out of your head. Push it out of my, yeah, just push it out of there because I didn't ever want to think of it again. Contraband. Right. That's Fuqua. Like ben Foster and Giovanni uh, Balthasar Cormacher, I think. The guy who directed two guns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't dig that. Yeah, there's some, there was something. There was something missing that about that movie. I'm, I'm not sure what it was. It just I didn't connect to it at all. And, and I, it's it's right up my alley. You know, it's just Kate like, Beckinsale. Just kind of left me flat. Kate Beckinsale's in it, right? Yep. Yeah, she plays Wahlberg's wife, I think, and Rhea BC's sister, maybe something like that. I don't know. I tried to push it. I can I remember very little about it at this point. <laughs> Some fucking excellent high-speed camera work in this movie, mm. man. <laughs> Watch out for this thing. Oh, it's going to blow shit. up. Here it goes. Speaking of Con Air. <laughs> right? Good Lord. It took him long enough to get to all this madness. This movie's way better than Con Air, by the oh, way. Oh, it is. I just, I just appreciate the little nods to it right there. With that oh thing. yeah, no, no, me too. But uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like having you know, episode and watched Con Air after not seeing it forever. Um, this movie, they kind of like the test pattern for all this, and then they kind of fucking dialed it in perfectly by yeah. the time they got the gun in 60 seconds. Yep. For for what they were doing, you know. Yep. The, the formula. 
they let it simmer enough to where it was like oh what a I can eat it I'm sorry, dude. I, I love the fact that it's all practical. I love it. It's just oh yeah, man. So good. I, I dude, I will take in camera all day long, every day. Yep. It's twice on Sunday. See, all that stuff was done to Long Beach Naval Shipyard, Are you sure? which had been closed for um, about five years or so at that point. Um, but again, like a lot of locations right. you see in this, <laughs> places are closed. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's not there. It's uh, it's condos. <laughs> I'm sure it's a bunch of you know stacked on fucking townhouses, or what do you call them? Con uh, not condos. Well, yeah, whatever they are. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's what they are. Corporate housing. <laughs> that's right. Four minutes. Oh my god. Four minutes, Dougie Fresh. Mm-hmm. 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 He's like, oh, bros. <laughs> like how casual everybody's just oh, walking shit. around. Oh, wow. Well, there's some dead people. And you know what? You know what he should have seen up here is he should have seen that it should be Will Patton tossing that body off the bridge. <laughs> right. <laughs> here it comes. In the broad daylight. Oh, shit. Sorry, Illinois. It only has to be drivable, right? <laughs> Dude, this is where they should have cured. This is where they should have queued up Eleanor by the turtles. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Come on, man. There he goes. I'm sorry. You're not gonna shoot somebody because he's got a stolen car. Well, they might. No, oh, maybe these days. Oh yeah, my I gosh, mean, I love this gag. Such a great gag, dude. Okay, there's a little this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, you can't help that. In two, that. We get that yeah, in 2000. Can't sure. do much about it. <laughs> no, not at all. But, and the reason why it's so noticeable because most of it is practical and it's really there right, in camera. Right, exactly. Because it's really the only. It's really the, <laughs> the only time that they jump the shark, if you will. <laughs> What's so funny about about them, you know, reacting to him jumping off the ramp is that from where the cops stopped. And their POV, they it. didn't. They didn't see the truck. They couldn't have seen it. And they it. don't know that. And they don't know if he fucking ate shit on the other side or anything else. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, all they're looking at is the ass end of a truck. They don't know. Yeah. Look, Doctor Who. <laughs> talking to you. Rabisi looks fat. He looks fatter at the end of the movie than he did at the beginning. Oh, you, you know, know what I mean? Maybe shot in order. The shot, the shot where he was sitting there with uh, Patton. You know, he was sitting. I was like, what is that? And then I'm like, oh, that is him. He just looks chubbier. You know, six now weeks. Now that he did it at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, but six weeks of crafty can do that to you. Uh, or reshoots six months after the fact. Or that too. He's already doing. Uh, Something. He's already doing uh, Friends at that point. He was, uh, he was doing The Gift with Sam Raimi. Oh, that was before this. Oh. Gift. Yeah. You remember the Your gift. light. Your light. That's Cape Nick Meany, by the way. Nick Meany? Mm hmm. 
Was that a nickname? Like, because he was mean? Because he was mean to him. He was mean to Memphis. Like, no, Nick, you're late. You're meanie. You're late. You're late. Uh-huh. Put the glasses on. Here we go. Hey, man. Uh, here's the car. It's a little worse for wear. <laughs> it's, it's all fucked, fucked up. up. <laughs> hey, Sasha Barry Cohen. <laughs> Bent, tweaked from that landing. Who's that guy with the squirrely ass eyebrow? The one that you said was Sasha Barracone. <laughs> to me, I was like, look at it. Well, his name is Harry on, Von Gorkum. His, his, his character name is yeah. Forge. <laughs> As in Forge, and, Forge. Forged from Steel. Uh huh. Forged from Steel or Fire. <laughs> Whatever, man. Uh, I hate when I hate when fucking people. Stand with their arms crossed like he is. Look at it. Nobody fucking stands like Nobody that. Nobody does dude. that. If I ever catch myself doing it, it's because I'm cold. Dude, or or you're super uncomfortable in front of camera. I would have been like, put your fucking arms down, dude. God damn it. He just brass knuckled him. He did. How rude. Fuck. How's he going to get up and talk shit? Because his jaw's broken. Everyone's all so buzzing. Did you see that guy? <laughs> all those all those guys that just fucking took Cage away, they all look like they just stepped out of a diesel catalog. Ad. <laughs> I was going to say something like that. I was going to make a reference to gas, but I guess it's the same thing, right? <laughs> it's, it's the ideas, right? Yeah. Gas, diesel. I mean, yeah. Diesel was real popular around this time. The attitude's the same. Oh, gosh. This is this is why you, this is why they, you go back to the trivia before and, and that. Oh. Boy, out of all the things I really, really would have preferred them using in CG for. <laughs> right? Uh, have you ever been to the to Shelby Museum out in Vegas? Oh, my gosh. You have never been? If no one's ever I been there. No, 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 when, no, I haven't. When the things settle down, go, because it's amazing. Do you know who I am? I'm going to put a hole in you. Fucking shut up, Ben Kingsley. <laughs> oh, Ben Kingsley didn't say anything. No. <laughs> the claw. <laughs> you better do something, Giovanni, you piece of shit. You create the inciting incident. You better do something more. To... Oh, there it is. I'll punch you in the face. Started this whole thing, you little douchebag. Yeah. Oh, now he's kicking the shit out of Doctor Who. Yeah. Take that, Doctor Who. You better get your ass in there. This is Tardis, so great. Man. I love this. Come on, brother. <laughs> That's great. He <laughs> just throws it up for, just for good measure. I don't want to be a dick or anything. This is your own property, man. Why weren't you already carrying your weapon? Yeah, no shit, man. I guess he's, yeah, well, you know why? Too cool for school, baby. He didn't yeah. need anything. He was going to need it. Uh, I, I all those diesel models around him and shit. I didn't get a chance to point this out earlier, but when, um, but when Delroy and Elephant show up, with their BMW on the um, uh, on the bridge, right? Just before it stops, 
Um, this is something you don't see a lot in movies, but they had their their hero car. The one was all banged up from the car chase. Wasn't available. I'm not reading any trivia. I just know I can I can just tell you what happened because I could I saw it almost right away. What they do sometimes they will put um, you, you see people you put on um, uh, not car covers. They're um, what do you call it? Skins. You put on skins on. But they have a they do this thing yeah. now where if you have a long shot like that, they do it and it's just a skin on there. But they modify it in such a way to where it looks like there's damage to the vehicle. And that's and I noticed it when they were first stopping. Yeah, they, they do. A, they do a wrap. Yeah, and the wrap wasn't. The wrap was intentionally not here to the car as if a normal wrap would to add to the full body, but it was raised at such to make it look like there was fender and hood damage. And because it, it was drastically different yeah. from what they was when they stopped. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, that's oh, surprising. Because uh, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you, why did the BMW symbol look smoothed over? And now that explains it. Yeah. It's because you know what I mean, it was, I mean, I could yeah, tell it because, was, the, yeah, it was I, the shape, but but you couldn't read it. Right. Yeah. There you go. By the way, that's not from X-ray trivia. That's just you? me guessing based on the fact that it didn't look right. Well, I, I looked, I, I couldn't read the uh, emblem and I knew it was, but it was the shape of the BMW emblem, but you couldn't read it. Right. It, it definitely had something over it. And I was like, why would they Greek the fucking BMW emblem? But now that makes, that probably makes sense because they probably did. They probably had to cover some, something and the car was wrapped and, you know. Yeah. Uh-oh. There's your Con Air moment. Ooh. To the face. Nice fucking fall, yeah. dude. Nice fall. Oh, my gosh. What a great fall that was. That's. That's a heat. That, that's, that's a, that's a, a stick fall right there for you. That was stick level right yeah, there. Yeah, man. Stick, die hard, Robocop. So good. <laughs> Robocop. Another 48 hours when the dude fell out of the porn theater. Are we talking about <laughs> Ronnie Cox and his extended arms? <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn right we are. <laughs> Oh, I was just seeing if you were paying attention. See, um, speaking of Phil Tippett, <laughs> I love what. <laughs> oh my god! Dude. Yeah, I mean, Phil. I mean, look, man. At the time, it was fucking great. Who cared? <laughs> well, dude, you know, it didn't bother I'm me. I'm sorry. Even 1987, I went, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh damn! No, I as did I, but I mean, it, it was. But now that, and then the scene where the dude gets hit yeah, after he comes out of the toxic waste vat, so toxic great. waste vat. And uh, the car hits him, and he, and he explodes like a giant fucking jellyfish. Yeah. When he right, showed up, I forget the actor's name, you but when go. he showed up on ER, dude. Yeah. Oh right. And then he has, and he loses his arm. Dude, Remember, he, he loses that his arm forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so funny. It's only I, funny I if you know what guy and not think of that. Right. And look at this. Right. This ends totally the same way as Fast and the Furious when they're all having a you know, a backyard barbecue. I was just about to say this is like the, this. They stole this directly from the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Look at that. Is Angelina oh, Jolie's character wants to make the rounds totally, here. That was she. That was totally ad lib, dude. She was probably you know fucking high as a kite, messing with the like, kid I'm too. Give him a boner. <laughs> Kid immediately was. Yeah, I need totally. to go back That's to my insane. trailer. Just giving the actor. I'm gonna give him. A, I'm gonna give him a. I'm gonna give him a boner. 
And everybody else was like, what the fuck? That was weird. But not for her, it wasn't. So they were like used yeah, right. to it. They'd right. they all thought, had their fingers sucked at one point. They, they thought it was weird until she was making out on the red carpet with her brother. Yeah, totally. At least they're drinking real beer. Some of them are. Oh, look. I lost some weight and I shaved. You're right about everything. Here's some soap. <laughs> oh, oh, it's not soap. Oh, look it. it it's Ford Keys. Soap. Why is it Ford Keys? It's keys to a van. And it's it's a keys to, it's a key to, it's the key to one of the Econoline uh, transpo vans. <laughs> Dude, this. Oh, here you go, buddy. There's Eleanor. <laughs> fucking brand new glass in that fucking beat up car. There's Duvall doing his weird shit. <laughs> I, do you think that Cage fucking loved working with Duvall? He's like, God, dude, you're fucking weirder than I am, Bob. Yeah, probably. Look at his hair's kind of parted. In, right? Because, so I mean, because, yeah. I mean, Duvall was doing all that kind of weird shit, dude, long before Cage was fucking doing anything. Right. Duvall had all these weird, like, and I think, I bet you, Cage met Duvall probably like around the time Apocalypse Now was made. Probably. That would make a lot of sense. Well, Bet maybe you, once I they mean, all got back from, from the Philippines. Well, I mean, you know, Charlie Sheen and uh, oh yeah, Roman but just Coppola just uh, were, yeah. were there. But I mean, you know, I I bet you Nick went there. I bet I bet you Nick visited the set of his uncle's movie. Well, I, I could bet. see I that. Mean, or you know, I mean, I, I, I it's you know it's a good chance. But I mean, you know, he probably grew up like around these dudes, and it was like right. I mean, uh, and by the way, isn't isn't um, Bob Duvall? Isn't he godfather to Scott Con? Yeah, I thought I thought because yes. I know I know that I'm pretty sure about this. Yeah, that, from that, fucking the Godfather. Yeah, because I think that Duvall and Senior Con are like they're like best buddies. Super tight. Yeah, totally. Yeah. For going back to the fucking '60s. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck. So that's gone in sixty seconds. Gone in sixty 20 seconds. Twenty years later, still kicks ass. All right. Since and since we always talk about this when we talk about Prime, what's your next up? Uh, Daredevil. Daredevil. Okay, so make sure and, um, it's Daredevil. Yeah. There you go. Is yours? <laughs> it is Daredevil. Yeah. I have to hide it. Yeah, I thought so you were trying to make sure we were still in sync. Yeah. Yeah, mine's gone. It just shut off. Okay, Boy so the, the biggest Cage. problem I... Look at that cast, dude. Yeah, dude. Memphis Reigns, we didn't point this out earlier about, once again, those crazy Bruckheimer names that he, names. That he gives his people. Yeah, so crazy. Um, but look at this cast, dude. It's like, when you look in, in 2000 for Ari Groves to be like 25th Bill, granted it's a feature film, he was mostly TV, but still, come on, man, it's crazy there's nick meany man i told you he was on there <laughs> michael pena and michael pena and his brother it was his brother that, that was there in the car with him that got out of the car with him Dude, look, look at this look at the look at this oh. look at the stunt guys I mean, a big surprise of buddy luke hooker because i'm sure he it was his yeah there you go there's bill young's precision chuck, team oh chuck gosh. zito so good diane sabatini man Art directors, yeah. Here we go. I think, man, if you look at the uh, dude, I, I like all these guys that were in the art department. Almost all about like six of those dudes are all now production designers. Yeah, the guys who are like art directors and set designers. 
they've all moved on and they're, you know, they're all doing their own thing now. My buddy Greg Hooper, I saw his name. Hoop. I worked with the, a lot of those guys that were on this. They were on Mr. and Mrs. Smith. What's interesting. Again, same production designer, Jeff, Jeff Mann. What was interesting, though, I mean, it made sense for Nick and for Angeline to have their own hair and makeup. But uh, so did Lindo. Yeah. Lindo had his own his own uh, makeup and yeah, hair. Yeah, I'm sure that Lindo, at this point, Lindo was, you know, again, we talked about it. This was like, Lindo was, uh, you know, he had just didn't get shorty and he was kind of, you know, forging. He was a big deal for, I mean, I still think he's a big deal. I think he's great. Yeah, um, he is. But there was a point where he was, you know, he was getting cast in these type movies. So, you know. Well, it's funny though, he, but he's got, but he's got so many credit for his hairstylist. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, dude, that's I, makeup, uh, you know, it's mustache, it's, uh, Mm. You know, somebody's got to keep that. Somebody's got to keep that head clean, man. You got to make it look good. But I mean, facial hair. We're still talking about hair. Is the hairstylist still doing the facial hair, yeah, or is that, that the makeup person? Absolutely. No, I wasn't no, sure. No, I, I didn't know how to credit. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, man. Hairstylist. I'm not being argumentative. I just didn't know. No, no, no. I'd be. I'm just. Yeah, it's totally. It's it's hairstylist. Like you know, your sideburns, your fucking mustache, your beard, all that's hairstylist. Tony's catering. Okay. Make, makeup, I, makeup would never shave you or cut your or cut your facial hair. So that's kind of how there's a rule of thumb, you know. <laughs> I've been on my fair share of movies, and I have been around when um, we've had some this, to have the same caterer provide craft, you know, for for meals. Yeah, and not a good idea. It's and 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 then they they don't. I've had the same one that was amazing the next time around be complete shit. It's a, and I don't mean by food choices. I mean, the service sucked. They weren't ready. Um, just a whole, I mean, it was the second time I experienced them was catering faux pas. Like, like there was a book on don't, what not to do. And that was what they did. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, from what I understand that that was, that one was specifically that, that bad experience with the same catering company was on Charmed and Charmed. It was terrible. You don't want to fuck up on a show like Charmed. That was like season four of what, seven no, year dude, run or whatever you, you, it was. You give, you give the girls diarrhea, you're fucking done. <laughs> Especially two of them because they're very saying. talky. At least they were back then. Yeah, man. Um, one of them is still kind of a pain in the butt. You diarrhea. <laughs> Well, Alyssa, she was awesome. She's anytime yeah, no, I was she on set, awesome. she was amazing. By the way, you ready for this? Look at that Asylum visual effects. This is before Asylum started making movies. Yeah, and they should have they should have kept doing effects. They spread <laughs> themselves too thin because they've never made a good movie. Right. They look, at, look at the I mean, soundtrack, dude. Look at the soundtrack. Yeah, man. Mm. Oh, low ride up. Where's uh, where's where's uh, Ice Cube, man? Uh, let me see. Did we, we miss? Did I miss? Because I was I was been caught stealing little Jane's addiction. Yeah, man, dude, uh, dude. dude oh Cube, my bro. gosh, dude! I had no idea. Painted on my heart was was written by Diane Warren. I had no idea. That's well, awesome. Come on. Sure, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, dude, did we, didn't we talk about Diane Warren? When did we talk? Did I just no? Say we didn't talk about. about the, I never knew episode. she wrote a song for the cult. That's not yeah, Duke. Yes. Which one did she write? Edie Chow, baby. <laughs> no, I just told you what it was. <laughs> oh, that that album turned no, thirty. That I, album turned thirty this year too. By the way, Sonic Temple. Yeah. Or Electric. 
No, Sonic Temple. Electric Sonic came out Temple. in 88, 87. Yeah, right. Aphrodisiac jacket, baby. Oh, dude. Electric. I'm going to put on my aphrodisiac jacket right now. Electric, at least at the time I said this, Electric is Rick Rubin's ACDC album. That's, that's. Oh, I was just going to say, it's the best ACDC album they never made. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, the drums, the guitar. The production. Oh, yeah. Everything. And dude, if you're, if you're already a fan of the. And they're like. Yeah. If you're already fan of, if you're already a fan of the cult and you knew the album before this, you were like. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck is this? This is totally different. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. dude, going yeah. from love to electric is like, it's like a whole new band. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck yeah, man. So that's Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds. Credits and everything. Woo! Boom. Hopefully, uh, that'll kind of lift you your spirits in a week where it's been a little chaotic. <laughs> For both of us, Good you little. getting back a swing of work and me trying to, yeah, I, I'm in my, um, I'm hung over from baseball postseason. And uh, now we're ramping up to getting busier because people are taking time off now. They're not traveling anywhere. They're just taking You're time. on the road to recovery. <laughs> just taking just take some time off to stay home because we haven't had enough of that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so there you go. <laughs> Gone yeah. in 60 seconds. Sweet. So yeah, if man. you want to follow us on social media. <laughs> We're still there. Still here. Uh, I'm not deleting my account, so I'm there. Whether I'm active on it's another story. You can follow me at Corey Cope or the official at Karate Pod or <laughs> Letterboxd at Corey underscore Culp. Or if you want to support us on Patreon, thank you, Patreon supporters. It's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. If you'd like to follow Freddie, you can follow me at Raven Shattuck on Twitter. Rock and Roller 33 on your Instagram or on Letterboxd at Tom Cody. That's Tom Cody. <laughs>